It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Thursday, June 20th. I'm Donald Ware, and of course, on yesterday, we had a chance to preview Alcorn State. You had a chance to hear from Alcorn State head football coach Fred McNair. Champion talk, championship talk that is continues today on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast as Damon Wilson, head football coach. Bowie State joins us here on the program as Bowie State wins the 2018 CIAA Football Championship and uh, very monumental, if you will, for Bowie State. This is a program that's really been knocking on the door the last couple of years. I mean, if you look at them, you're going back uh, either 2017, certainly 2016, one of those years they made the Division II playoffs without winning the CIAA Championship and that CIAA Northern Division is very, very tough. You're talking about the likes of Virginia State, Virginia Union. As a matter of fact, Bowie State's loss last year to Chowan almost derailed them because Chowan uh, sort of, in essence, controlled its own destiny and then sort of uh, just didn't happen for Chowan and they didn't, uh, they weren't able to win down the stretch. And Bowie State got right back on track after the loss to Chowan, but it's a program really that Damon Wilson has been building since 2009. Even in those early years, Bowie State would start the season out really well and then just wouldn't be able to get over that hump uh, towards the latter part of the season, especially in CIAA Northern Division play. But that has not been the case the last three or four years as, as of course, the Bulldogs not only knocked on the door during those years, but kicked the door in winning the CIAA championship in 2018. Let's step aside. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's hear from the head football coach of Bowie State, Damon Wilson. You're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast here on the Box to Row Sports Network. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the Game of the Week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports, BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches' polls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com, your HBCU sports leader. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row. The biggest names are guests on Box to Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah, well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. You know, uh, we've been through a lot as a team, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. This is Michael Vick. Hi, this is Layla Ali. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Skylar Diggins. Hey, it's Alex Morgan with the U.S. Women's Soccer Team. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused, and I was really um, ready and serious and just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant radio. Welcome back to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, and of course, our championship talk. 
continues here on the podcast at Alcorn State on yesterday. And, of course, the Bowie State Bulldogs winning the CIAA championship. And what a season 2018 was for Bowie State. And in his 11th season as the head football coach of the Bulldogs is Damon Wilson, who joins us here on the podcast. How are you, Coach Wilson? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing really good, man. Doing really good. I just want to kind of get your thoughts in terms of the recruiting class. I had a chance to kind of peep uh, the class, and you had a, a, a quite a few signees. And, and what's really normal for you guys is you guys stay local and really sign some outstanding talent. And I'm really excited about this class here. I think this is probably one of our most diverse class uh, classes with regards to the positions they play and, and their skill set uh, academically. All the guys were in good shape, and it's, you know they're already qualifiers uh, from an NCAA standpoint. We have a couple of honor students in this uh, class as well. Uh, but all in all, things a lot of talent that we'll be able to push uh, for some playing time uh, pretty quickly here. You know, I think that's an interesting point, Coach Wilson, because having grown up in the in the Washington area, I mean, when I was coming through, and I'm sure when you attended. Bowie State as well. It's more of a commuter school. So now it's it's become sort of a, a national school, if you will, and certainly, you know, what you've done with the football program and even more specifically last year uh, has helped that. Can you kind of speak to that and, and just the winning ways of Bowie State now and how that's helped to be able to recruit not only great student athletes, but also uh, students, uh, to your point, that have great GPAs that are willing to still come and play ball at Bowie State? No, that's a great point, man. I think uh, our administration, Dr. Bro, has done a great job um, really bringing on some some uh, added or some needed uh, academic curriculum that, that the students are, are excited to be a part of. And she has a couple of entrepreneurship programs that she has initiated, and students are looking to get into that. And I think with the success we've had on the football field, Bowie State is not just a fallback school anymore. I know when I went to Bowie, it was a situation where I wanted to stay close to home and, uh, you know, I said, hey, I just go to Bowie. I don't think it's like that anymore. I think guys are really or students are really uh, looking to receive their education and participate in our athletic programs uh, a lot sooner. than, And it's not no longer a fallback school. You know, this, this, is, a, this is a school that uh, student athletes uh, look forward to attending. And I think of our coaching staff has done a great job with camps and that sort of thing. And getting out in the community and just educating um, uh, people on what we're doing at Bowie. So I definitely think that the times have changed and uh, we must continue to work to continue to move on that uh, upward trajectory. Yeah, no, no question about it. I mean, when you talk about guys like Hall, last name Hall and you talk about, you know, Pumphrey comes to mind and then the kid, I forget the kid you had. What's the kid, the tight end kid that ended up playing in the league? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you're getting some really good kids and some great student athletes that are coming there. So with that, getting back to the recruiting deal, who are some of the guys maybe that you recruited that you think can come in and help you in 2019? Well, I think uh, on the defensive side of the ball, we have some, we have some guys uh, up front that I think are going to going to compete pretty early. That's Tyshawn Blow, a defensive lineman that we had out of Virginia, uh, James Ballinger, a local kid from Prince George's County. Uh, I got Makai Williams, uh, Rodney Patterson, just to name a few of the guys on the defensive side of the ball that I think going to help uh, offensively. A young man like Desmond Shell, he's a, a, a running back, wide receiver guy that has a, a tremendous skill set. Darius Wilson, or Darius Wilson, I'm sorry, an uh, offensive lineman that I think is going to compete for some playing time. 
Uh, so, like I said, I'm really excited about the class we have. Those guys came up a lot during spring practice. They were able to, you know, just just on a daily basis see what we were doing. So waiting on their turn to come in the summer classes and get started with the program. But those guys have been around pretty much right after signing period. These guys are really committed to the university, and I'm excited to get these guys going. Damon Wilson enters his 11th season as the head football coach at Bowie State, joins us here on From the Press Box, or excuse me, on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach, uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we, 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 look, we, we've been doing this for 10 years, right, Coach? We're like, we've been doing this for 10 years, right? So, uh, But what is life like after Amir Hall? I think the, the thing about our system and our program, you know, we try not to – uh, cater to one particular person. We try to put some things in place that that uh, goes along with our system and recruit guys that fit our system. Uh, we've been very fortunate to have Amir in our system for the last four years. And uh, and if, I don't know if you remember, before Amir, we had a couple other quarterbacks yeah. that had a lot of success throwing. Of course, not as uh, from a uh, um, every year deal. Amir had the longest tenure, if you will, but. Uh, those other guys had success. So we're looking for Gaston Cooper to step right in, in, in place. Gaston has been in the uh, program for two years. He's familiar with the system. Uh, it's his opportunity. It's his time. Uh, and I'm excited to see you know to see him grow and develop in the system. Uh, but we're definitely going to miss a guy like Amir Hall, not just his numbers on the field, but his leadership. I mean, he's a kid. I've been coaching college ball 20 years, and he has to be in the top three of my players I've ever had opportunity to coach. I mean, he's just a great young man and uh, is a great leader, so we're going to miss him. But uh, I think from on the field, Gaston Cooper will be able to step right on in and uh, and, and lead this ball club. Is there some, you know, you look at what, what Amir was able to do for all of those, those really, man, you know, the, the three full years he had to come in. Mm-hmm. You, to, to your point, I, I can't mm-hmm. think of the name of the quarterback. I had a great quarterback. He goes down. He has to, Amir has to come in and play in the playoff game, I believe, going back some four years, three, four years. Yeah. So, but with that, so is there, like, is it because he played D2 ball or what's the, like, why isn't he on a National Football League roster? I'm still trying to figure it out. I've I've talked to a number of NFL teams. I've talked to some personal friends that's in the National Football League, and I still haven't got a clear and definitive answer. Um, he checked all the boxes. Hey, great arm strength, coach. Hey, good size. Uh, he's a smart kid. I have no. I had. I don't know. And uh, he just had to work out this past weekend. And uh, at the end of the day, he's going to get his opportunity. I have no idea why it's taking this long for a team to kind of pull the trigger and get his, and get his young man an opportunity. But uh, he still he has his head on strong. He's, he's working out. He's staying prepared. Um, but I, I I can't answer that question. I, I don't know. I know he, he was trying to be basically the first Division II uh, HBCU quarterback to play in the National Football League, to my knowledge. So I know he's knocking on some doors that, that uh, haven't been opened in the past. But I think he did everything he was supposed to do to put himself and give himself an opportunity to uh, to play on Sundays. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, not only do you have the, I mean, you mentioned everything, you know, the 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 numbers, the the IQ, it's all there. So hopefully he will, and and, and to your point, he'll definitely get that opportunity, and it'll be you've prepared him so that he'll be ready to rock and roll when that uh, opportunity in fact comes. So let's look at some of the personnel. I want to look at the receivers that you mentioned, the quarterback. So um, Montez Clay comes back for you as a leading receiver. 
uh, 73 receptions last year. Does now does Cisse come? Does Cisse come back for you? No, Cisse is, is graduating. He's, He's graduated. graduated. Okay. So our two leading receivers would be Montez Clay and uh, Jordan Clark. Okay. And Deron Smith. Those are the guys that are coming back. Uh, from a receiver standpoint, that pretty much led the ball club last few years. Yeah, so how important is it for the new quarterback, particularly to have a guy like a Montez? I mean, you mentioned, you know, you Lunsford, say those guys were really good. Again, Clay, Montez Clay was the kid that led you in receiving. So how important is it to have a guy like that, along with uh, Clark, to, uh, to, to, to be able to throw to that have experience playing, uh, playing in the CIAA? I mean, I, th- I think it's major. Uh, anytime uh, – our quarterback has familiar targets. I think that's going to help guys are familiar with the conference. They, they understand our expectations. These guys have uh, a lot of playing time, uh, and I think that's going to carry over to our younger receivers. They understand the expectation. They understand what it takes uh, to win the championship now. Uh, so, therefore, I think it, it means a lot to have those guys come back and be able to get the balls in their hand and, and, and uh, you know make us look smart as coaches. Yeah. Does the does your offensive philosophy change a bit, if you will? Because if you look at the numbers, you rush for just under 100 yards per game uh, as a team. And, and in sort of in that same vein, how uh, in terms of experience is your offensive line looking for 2019? Well, we had the entire uh, offensive line from last year coming back. Uh, so all five of those guys that started last year, they're they're back again this year. Uh, like I said, we mentioned the receiver, we mentioned the quarterback. Uh, from a philosophy standpoint, our, our goal is to outscore our, our opponents. But we're still we're going to throw the ball to get ahead, and we're going to run the ball to win the ball game. And uh, that's that's our philosophy. We're not going to, uh, you know, venture off of that at all. Uh, we just try, like I said, we're going to continue to try to bring guys in that fit what we do. Uh, and and it's great now because when I first started, you know, I I didn't have the reference points that I have now. You know, we we've been to the championship quite a few times as a program. And we've we've had some uh, success. We had some failure, so it's important to have those reference points, so uh, so I can get better as a coaching staff, as well as my as my players. So you know, it's not a lot of guesswork that we need to uh, entertain now. We pretty much have have gone through it, and now it's just getting the new guys up to speed and continue to develop the uh, older guys. Damon Wilson is the head football coach at Bowie State in his 11th season, entering his 11th season, joins us here on the program. So defensively, I mean, you know, I almost forgot. I mean, I look at the numbers. I'm looking at the numbers here of Joshua Pryor, 20 tackles for loss. <laughs> not, 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 not the player. I forgot that he was a freshman last year. Like, that's <laughs> unbelievable, 20 tackles for loss, nine and a half sacks. So talk about him, his growth over the spring, and then ultimately how this defense is going to look in 2019. I think our loss in the second round of the playoffs really helped Joshua uh, check himself individually. Uh, he's been working nonstop since that playoff loss. Uh, he, you know, he got a piece of humble pie. You know, he he wasn't a factor in that game. He took it personal. I want to say he was back in the weight room the Tuesday after the game on Saturday. Uh, academically, he did a good job in the classroom, and we're counting on Joshua to lead our defense along with William Flowers on the back end. He's a safety that's been playing for us uh, for the last three years. Uh, Tevin Singleton at the uh, one of the cornerback positions. Those guys have, have had a lot of playing time, and those guys understand uh, what we're trying to get accomplished as a ball club and as a defense. So those are guys we're going to lean on 
and, uh, and, and to take our defense and our program to the next level. You know, I got to ask you this, and and uh, remembering that he's from Baltimore. So, you know, being, you know, we're from Washington, basketball mm-hmm. is sort of king, and, and football is, is, is better, but it is not like it was when we were coming up. And then if you look at the side of foot uh, 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 in Baltimore, it was all about basketball and football really wasn't that good. Are you sort of seeing a shift in terms of the football and, and how good it is in Baltimore? You know, Baltimore has certain schools, man. You know you can, every year you're going to be able to go and get a play or two out of. And uh, we've had success at those schools. But I am seeing somewhat of a shift. A lot of times, uh, well, <laughs> before the bigger guys were playing basketball. Now you have those guys playing multiple sports in high school in Baltimore. So, you know, I think that is helping us uh, from a football standpoint. And a lot of times those guys are underdeveloped, you know, so they, they may have a lot of talent. They they may have a good work ethic, but you still have to develop their, their skill set. And uh, that's what's really given us an opportunity to have success with our kids from Baltimore. And uh, like I said, they have a number of high school programs that the coaching staffs are doing a great job preparing these young men for for college, like at Dunbar High School, Maryville High School, Emerson High School. Those schools are really preparing guys for college, and uh, we're having a lot of success recruiting from those schools. Uh, two more thoughts. How much fun – this is your alma mater, again, 11th season as the head coach there. How much fun are you having uh, as the head football coach at Bowie State? Well, it, it's, it's been great. You know, it's, it's been great. We're, we're still – I'm trying to challenge myself every year, every day – to bring more to the university. We have some things going on this year that we haven't had before. We just had a camp last week with uh, almost 500 students, athletes participated in. We're doing a 5K run this upcoming uh, uh, summer right before camp. We're going to do the run of champions. So we're going to give the community and other supporters an opportunity to uh, run with our football team before we check in camp to add money to our football endowment that we started last year. So it's a lot of things outside of the playing surface that I'm trying to uh, establish. Uh, so when, when I'm long gone from Bowie State University, we're going to have an impact on the university forever. And that's something that, uh, you know, the guys are really answering the bell. I'm excited about these things. Then lastly, the, the schedule, talk about it a little bit. I noticed that, uh, you know, the last couple of years you've played uh, an FCS opponent, but not so much this year. Well, Don, I'll try to. Uh, you know, I, I would love to play one FCS school a year. I would love to, to be one of the local schools, whether it's Morgan, Howard. Uh, I would love that uh, that opportunity. I think it's great for recruiting. I think it's great for our university. But unfortunately, this year, wasn't able to come up with an FCS opponent. Uh, but I think we have a very competitive uh, schedule um, opening up on the road. Uh, just for the first time in a long time, we have at least five home games. So that's that, that's a good thing, and uh, I'll see our double A schedule is going to be very competitive. Uh, I know on the other side we have Winston Salem and Shaw uh, University, our two schools that we're playing on the other side, well, along with St. Augustine. So we're we're going to have our hands full, but uh, we're excited about it, and uh, we'll be ready for kickoff in September. The Bulldogs open the season on the road on September 7th. Going to take on American International College again in his 11th season as the head coach of the Bowie State Bulldogs. Damon Wilson joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Always a pleasure to catch up with you, Coach Wilson, and we'll talk with you during the course of the season. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Damon Wilson has done a really good job as the head football coach at Bowie State. I got to run on tomorrow. We're going to take a look. 
at the Edward Waters Tigers. And their head football coach, Greg Ruffin, going to join us right here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Talk with you tomorrow. One track mind. It all, it all, one track.